astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. So we have a few new things to bring to you today. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. So um, first, Anchor launched a new uh, thing with the app where we can now pose questions that are linked to the podcast, and it should give you the ability to respond to our questions. So now there's a little bit of an interactive piece uh, to the we've, podcast. We've been looking for this. Right. You know, we, we, we really both have enjoyed, you know, the podcast. Yep. But, you know, this many times we go, hmm, I wonder what the response, what people really are thinking, Correct. or if they're enjoying that one more so than that one, or, or you know, or maybe questions. they have a great story. Maybe they have a great story. It's something of exactly what you guys were talking about, you know. And again, not necessarily long, detailed stories, but, you know, just that, yes, that happened to me, or I'm experiencing it. Yeah, so, sometimes people will reach out via text or via, like, yeah, my yes. Instagram, which is always nice. But now it can be in one place, and, like, maybe people are saying things or wording it in a different way that other people are learning from as well, or it can start some conversation. Yeah, exactly. So I'm that, to me, is... That was a green light. Yeah. So even if maybe you don't have anything to say about the question for this week, just drop and say hi, just so we can maybe see who's listening. Well, as well, and if you, you liked it, you know, let's let us know. Yeah. Um, and so next, last year we started the whole series with the Zodiacs. We started at Libra mm-hmm. and we would do one segment a month covering the Zodiac sign that was in season. We've done all 12 now, so we thought, okay, how can we kind of vamp that up so it's not going to just sound like the same episode that we did last year? (laughs) Right. Okay, so we're a little late on this just because we were getting our thoughts together. So we are going to start with the seasons again, the Zodiac seasons, but now we're going to talk a little bit more about what Libras should expect. Right. We're going to touch on the full moon and the new moon in that sign. Right. And then we're going to associate the season with a tarot card. So one, you get to learn about the new moon and the full moon for that season. I think that's a real, that's something that we have not consistently covered. Correct. And a lot of people do like it on their calendar. They like to kind of have some focus for the month. Yep. Yep. And then we're going to talk about the tarot cards that we think relate to that sign. So if you are interested in tarot, um, this is a great way to start learning a few cards at a time. Maybe it just adds some words to what you already have, but that's what we're thinking right. now to and move forward. There could be some people going, what? Tarot cards? Well, you know, we're talking astrology. Now you're bringing in tarot. Um, and, and this is not going to be the main focus by uh, any means of our podcast, but it is a, it's a language. It's a symbolic language. Yeah, and I do a lot of tarot in my practice. You do. Yes, you do. I, I don't at this point, but I used to do a lot. That's where I started, actually, right. very strongly <laughs> in that area. It, it really teaches you symbolism and language and insights that do apply to, and sometimes when I'm doing a consult, I say, oh, uh, if you're familiar with the tarot, this is like, you know, the justice card. You know, I give that as an example. And, uh, of course, if they're not, you know, that's okay. Yeah. But um, So anyhow, it's just another dimension. 
Yeah. So with that said, welcome to fall. Really? It's here. It's here. For those of us living in the desert, yes. this is like a big deal. It this is. is like springtime. I know. It's like right. 60, 70 out, which right. is nice. We run outside. We can be outside. It's just, it's fabulous. So it, it is the kickoff to fall. And of course, Libra. Libra. Yeah. Libra is the cardinal sign. And every cardinal sign, uh, Aries, Cancer, uh, you know, Capricorn. and now up here to Capricorn, kicks off a season. Yeah. And here we come into the fall season. So it's like, uh, you know, with a few exceptions out there to the unusual weather patterns that are right. happening these days. For the most part, everyone here in the States is going, yep, it feels like fall. Yeah. So enjoy those pumpkin lattes, the <laughs> pumpkin spice donuts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and isn't it interesting? We shift our clothing. Mm -hmm. At this time of year, even us, you know, I've, I went out and bought a bunch of fall stuff, yep. you know, and I'm hoping for it to get a little cooler so I can wear it. But yep. the idea is it's a change in mindset. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the seasons are about. And so we go into a fall and I guess for some people, yes, it's, oh, it's the holidays. But some people get like, get serious, like back to school. What are my goals? Right. There's just, there is a shift. We get there more is. serious in the fall, ambitious, maybe even. Well, even just the stores change. Yeah. Like now the stores are completely holiday. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there's a, the interesting thing is there's a mindset shift. So just be conscious maybe where you, how, how you've changed it. Well, the other thing too is when we talk about coming from Virgo, mm -hmm. Virgo is the sixth zodiac sign. Yes, And it so is. it's kind of the center. Mm -hmm. And so Vir Virgos get a lot of crap for being... Um, they're so detail oriented. Oh, you know, they work, can be work, work. Yeah. But I think like we're halfway through the season. So Virgo has to come in and like clean up. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good way to say it. Like make sure we're on track mm -hmm. for the second half essentially of the year. Yes. yes. And again, because we start with Aries, that's why we're talking about the second half of the year. I understand right. our calendar year, we're more than halfway over, but so I feel like Libra, we can, we kind of have a, a clean slate a little bit from everything that Virgo's cleaned mm -hmm. up and mm -hmm. edited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice way of saying it as well. Kind of do some housekeeping. And again, not you know that's what's been going on. That's what, yeah. Now we're in Libra. Yeah. So I say it's time to step up into someone else's life. Okay. Reach out to somebody, yeah. right? Yeah. Compromise. Make a plan with them. We're going to get together. We're going to do this together. And yeah, I say compromise because it's Libra. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Libra is... You know, kind of where you, th where you, for the sake of the friendship or the relationship, oh, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. But you wouldn't normally do it that way. You do it your way. But, hey, I'm driving in their car, so I'm not going to comment, mm -hmm. you know, that they're 10 miles over the speed limit. Right. right? right. <laughs> now, but I, if I was driving, we would not be going 10 miles over the speed limit, right? Yeah. It's that type of thing. There's a give. Yeah, every month on my social media, I talk about what sign we're in and how to use that energy. Mm -hmm. And the Libra one that I did this month was all about reach out to that old friend that you've been saying, oh, oh we should totally get together. We should totally get together. And then no yeah. one makes plans. I'm like, okay, right. put something on the books. Like mm -hmm. reach out to these people that are around you. Make new friends. It's all about compromise. Yeah, it is. So I think one of the myths around Libras is that they're indecisive. And I know a lot of Libras that take on, like, they 
kind of wear that with a little badge <laughs> that they, they are, are yeah Le- i find libra's going around going oh i'm so indecisive and i'm thinking now you know i'm married yeah. right your dad is a libra yeah you know your um, son is a libra my son is a libra your brother yeah um i find libra's not to be indecisive okay and that's the question i would pose yeah, to people. That's a good question. Look at your Libras in your life, and do you find them indecisive? Do you? It's a it's a cardinal sign, Kate. Right. Cardinal signs are decisive by nature. Right. They show leadership. And when you look at what they're ruled by, the scales. Mm-hmm. Scales are like a scientific. Right. right. <clears throat> Mechanical. It's a yeah. But I'm but saying we, like if you put something on a scale, like at the at the grocery store and it tells you your apples are one pound when you get up to the counter they're charging you for one pound right like it's there's a, a math or a science but mechanical mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. but that's decisive that's not indecisive that's exactly it's like a judge in a in a court case they don't come to the end and go well i really don't know about this one you know i i can see this and i can see that you know no they usually come up and say, i've got i looked at it all and this is my conclusion they yeah. go right to the facts and and I think, I thought where you were going to go with that mechanical thing, the scales, they're not sensitive to how, you know, um, whose feelings are going to get hurt. Mm. You know, the judge doesn't say, oh, oh I'm so sorry yeah. for you, but I've ruled against you type of thing. Right. right. They, they, they steer clear of that. They're just trying to go for what their perception of honesty or fairness might be. Yeah. So, do you, so obviously you're married to one, so you don't think that dad's indecisive. He is not indecisive. Okay. In fact, he holds the same opinion for years, <laughs> right. right? I mean, yes, at some point it may shift, right. may shift, but it's after a long period of time does he flipped, you know, so to speak. So, so where um, do you think, do you have an opinion on where that comes from? Well, I, I, I just think this, I think Libras know both sides of the story. Yeah. And sometimes I think they... They, they go for the extreme mm-hmm. side of it just to upset the scales, mm. just for the purpose of the um, imbalance, the imbalance that it creates in the conversation. Yeah. It's almost like testing the other person to see like, are they just going to roll over and go with me on this one? Are they going to battle me a little bit? Am I going to push them out of their comfort zone? Well, we have, I don't know if we've talked about that on the podcast, but I know you and I have talked about that about, you know, a lot of things we'll read that Libras are very balanced. Oh, yes. And yes. I think we both agree no, that's that. that's a myth. Yeah. <laughs> that's a myth right I there. I think we both agree that Libras can be some of the most imbalanced people. And if you're listening, don't get offended yet. Right. Listen, yeah. Like, hear me through, is that when they do things, they do things in excess or they mm-hmm. do things so above and beyond. So To a highest level. Yeah. So I'm like, if you are going to have a party catered, like, uh, let the Libra do it because mm-hmm. there will be so much food. There'll be so many drinks. Yeah. Like you will not run out of food. Right. That's an example. Yes, it is. But like, I think they throw themselves into immerse themselves into whatever they are uh, attracted to or what they're passionate about. And they over deliver. They yeah. really, they go above what everyone is expecting. Right. I do think that they're ruled by Venus. Venus is beauty and refinement, music, the arts, uh, you know, it's it's the good life, so to speak. Right. But <clears throat> I just, I just, I, I think, I'd like other people to think about that. Do you find them indecisive? I don't find them indecisive at all. I find them very strongly hold their opinion. And I think sometimes they enjoy the fact that the other side is in disagreement with them. 
Yep. Yep. Or I do think they like to poke the hole as well. If You know, poke at somebody who everyone's agreeing on something, and then they go, they'll point out the obvious failure or the obvious weak point about what everyone's thinking. Yeah. And if you are Libra listening to this and maybe you're thinking, oh, that's not me at all, you mm-hmm. know, it would be interesting to look at your chart to see if you have a planet kind of sitting near your sun that's smothering mm-hmm. that Libra energy in your chart. Oh, could Because there are other, obviously, aspects of the chart. I just need to throw that in again just to make sure mm-hmm. because we would hate for someone not to be a believer just because one piece of the chart doesn't oh, ring yes, true. Yes, yes, right? exactly, but, exactly. But, you know, one of the great things about Libras, of all the air signs, they're very focused on other people. Yep. They're very focused on, um, you know, camaraderie, uh, who's going to show up, mm-hmm. that whole thing. They're very much there. And I thought this was an interesting uh, concept about, you know, if we compare them to the other air signs, uh, Gemini or Aquarius. You know, Gemini is oftentimes very focused on what I say, the mundane, the everyday people in their life. Like they might know uh, the checker at the grocery store on a first name basis. Mm -hmm. They might know the person who runs, um, you know, a particular store. They go in and say hello while they're doing their shopping. They're really into the people that they have to deal with every day. Or even if they don't deal with them every day because... This is a great example. I'm an Aquarius, which is an air sign. Mm -hmm. My partner, Mikey, is a Gemini. Okay. I do 99% of the grocery shopping. Oh. But if he's ever with me at the grocery store, the checker is talking to him. And I'm like, I'm here every week. You barely act like you know me. Right. And here comes Mikey, and they're BSing back and forth. How's this? How's that? I'm like, how do you know that person? Exactly. They, they, they just, that's a good way of putting it because it's not all that, oh, I'm a Gemini, so I'm contacting, connecting. No, people connect with you yeah. on very ordinary, basic routines. Yep. So you might na- know the name of the postman, for example. You know, you have a relationship with who delivers your mail of some sort. No, he's out there waving to everyone. I'm, like, oh, I'm well, not waving to anyone. Waving. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, well, that's Gemini. Yeah. So they're really into the mundane, the connections, and so therefore... They're very good. They have a lot of connections for getting practical things done. Yep. Right? Yep. Then we come with the Aquariuses. And the Aquariuses are more into what I have in common with this person. So there's a little bit of a filter going over. Yep. Do I have anything in common with this person? And so actually Aquariuses are so tolerant of crazy behaviors, I say, mm-hmm. as long as that bond is there. I mean, yep. again. Yeah. I don't want to speak for you. Sure. You're, you, you're an Aquarius. Yep. You know, when you worked, your team that you had, you know, you were so bonded with your team. When I worked. When you worked. I'm <laughs> sorry. When you worked. I, I'm sorry. When, when you I worked for an organization. <laughs> when you worked for the corporate world. Yes. You had a team and you did a lot of team activities yep. after hours. Yep. You know, you were with them. You were in them, so to speak. And, you know, it worked for you. It did. But you had a bond. There and was, the bond was, yeah. we're a team at work. Mm-hmm. So we can go out drink together. We can go celebrate birthdays together. We can, you know, all those things. All the break room stuff. Absolutely. All the break room stuff. Exactly. So the, my point is that Aquarius is very non-judgmental. Yeah. And I think Aquarius, I know I'm guilty of this, but like when someone's telling a story, mm-hmm. like it's jump, like I think we jump to like, oh, that happened to me too. Like, and you're not trying to take away the attention from them. You're not trying to make it, oh, all about me, but it's it's that link of, mm-hmm. yes, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I've had that experience as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Tell your Libra story. So, so the Libra is you generally you have a common identity. So you kind of lose yourself in Libra relationships. Uh, it'd be really simple to think of someone who you, you date someone and they're really into tennis. So all of a sudden you're out there playing tennis and you mm-hmm. never, you know, you never picked up a racket before. And now you're trying to learn to play tennis. Right. Kind of like it's a dedication to the other person into it. So now it's becoming my identity. So you really start blending those common identities. I say being with a Libra is like an immersive experience. Okay. <laughs> and I've lived it when I met your dad, yep. my husband, you know, um, astrology came up in the first couple lines of, of just hello, getting to meet you. And from there, we were a couple. Mm-hmm. That just happened just instantly. And it was interesting because I also uh, lost a lot of my friends at that point. Kind of not, it, it was just were all, a number of things happening at the same time. And so it really, I changed so much. And that was the one thing I got, oh, maybe you've changed. Well, I, you know, I, I thought, well, yeah, because... You know, bills come into my life, and we have really a very strong bond of an interest here. So the, my point is, if by chance you're dating <laughs> a Libra, going to get to meet a Libra, beware, because they can create radical change in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's not because they're uh, controlling, dominating, but it's the idea that in order to be in relationship with them, it's an immersive experience. I like that. So let's talk about some good news um, for Libras. We're going to talk about on October 18th. So we're just about two weeks out. uh, Jupiter is going to uh, head into their solar sixth house. So sixth house rules uh, work, health care, Jupiter's expansion. It suggests opportunities. So there should be some nice things happening around work. Good news for Libras and how they serve. So if you're in a job, then that generally means somehow the job circumstances get better, so more comfortable, maybe better accommodations in the work environment, upgrades and services that maybe you're going to have access to out of the work environment, increased benefits possibly. I always say you're given a little more freedom. Maybe you're given the freedom to call a few more shots than normal, or maybe you're becoming the go-to person. Oh, you're going to train somebody. You're going to be, you know, you're going to be the welcome wagon of the, of the, <laughs> yeah. of the office, you know, to go induct somebody in and train them, but it's going to be good. Yeah. It's very going to be nice. It's very good for getting recognized for talents, abilities, people that are more independent in their work. They might find themselves putting together kind of, um, I'm going to use the word curriculum, which I know probably most people wouldn't relate to, but the idea these are my standards. This is how I operate. This is my style of how I do things. Yep. It's it's just good stuff. Yep, so any sort of publishing or speaking opportunities, creating new <sighs> protocols for your work, new uh, teaching things, that's yeah. all supported. Yeah, something that takes you out of the ordinary, the predictable, that you get, oh, I get this to work on, I get to go here, do that. Anyway, it's yeah. good news, Libra. So let's talk about um, the new moon in Libra. This is going to happen on October 6th. So mm-hmm. we're going to be right in that window when this launches. Mm-hmm. Um, this new moon will be aspecting Mars. Yeah. So when we see Mars, we want you to think of more of the masculine, more of the aggressive. Mm-hmm. And the moon is the more feminine, the softer. Mm-hmm. It's about our emotions, our comfortability. So when we see these two come together, it can create, one, some passion. Yes. Um, but if that 
if all that energy with these two planets coming together isn't used in a positive way or a proactive or productive way, this can be a little harsh. Mm-hmm. So it could be about, um, you know, oh, I can't just, I can't take it anymore, right? And we kind of spewing out some words that maybe we didn't mean or making a really brash, rash decision on something very quickly. You know, we could use the word decisiveness. Mm -hmm. It could be very decisive all of a sudden. That's it. I'm not putting up with this anymore. And you may just exit. You know, you may not fight. Some people might fight, squabble, but some people might go, I am so out of here. True. I'd like to point out that if you have a birthday around October 6th, the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, you're, wow, this is hitting right in on your sun. So this would really be much more important for those people who have a birthday right around that window, right? Right. For a new beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So new moons are new beginnings. So this is a great time to set some intentions. What do you want to accomplish over the next 30 days? Uh, because it is in Libra, it could have to do with partnerships, it could mm-hmm. have to do with friendships, um, could even have to do with, we could talk about tangible upgrades as well, just being in Libra. Oh, you know, new moon in Libra. I mean, Libra is your comfort. I mean, this is like going out and getting softer sheets, mm-hmm. right? Going yep. out and buying new towels that are soft and fluffy. You know, things that are everyday, but they're indulgent. Because, and it's, of course, I believe this is the truth. I mean, I don't think everyone wants to go around and analyze their life like I do. But the mm-hmm. idea, you know, if you do those nice things for yourself, that's saying, I'm, I'm treating myself better. And it shows up. It shows up in your actions, in your, in your choices that you're making. Even the way other people treat you. Yeah, and the way other people treat you, yes. And without you saying, oh, yes, I bought new towels, so therefore you're going to treat me nicer. (laughs) It it, it sounds silly when I say it that way. Yeah. But it's a mindset, particularly because we're putting money out, right? Putting money out on the table to make an upgrade in our life. That's significant. True. Um, With this new moon, just because of that aspect to Mars, if you're listening to this already on the 4th and thinking, oh my gosh, me and my spouse or me and my partner have been arguing a lot recently Mm -hmm. in the last couple days, I would just say, you know, once this energy kind of lifts closer to the 8th or 9th, that it should just blow over. But it can make tensions a little high. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, because remember, we said being with a Libra is an immersive experience. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, it can get a little intense at times. Yeah. So that was the new moon in Libra on October 6th. So you can mark your calendars for that. Again, that is all about uh, new beginnings. And then we will be ending the month with a full moon um, on October 20th. Oh, you know what? I want to say one more thing. Yep. October 6th, go out and meet a Libra. Oh, okay. (laughs) Go out and meet a Libra day. October 6th, right? Yeah. And be prepared for an immersive experience. Yep. That's a good one. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. That's Go okay. Back. So then we're going to talk about the full moon on October 20th. Mm-hmm. Did you have the, was it at 27 degrees of Aries? No, I, I don't have, that's not, act. oh yes, oh. it is at 27 okay. Aries. I'm sorry. I okay. thought you was asking about my chart. No, no sorry. No, yeah. okay. Um, so we have the full moon in Aries then on October 20th. And so when we talk about the full moons, we've talked, we've used this analogy before. Yes. I don't know if we're going to use it every time we do one of these, <laughs> but the full moon is like a flashlight. Right. Yeah. So it puts a spotlight on what you need to see, what you need to be paying attention to. So if it's something that you think oh, I already took care of, or I already decided I'm not going to do that. If it shows back up under this energy, I take it as like the universe saying, 
excuse mm-hmm. me. Right. <laughs> like, well, can I make it any more obvious to you? You know, and the example that I use over and over is that it's a bullshit uh, monitor. Detector. Detective. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the idea is if you've been going along with someone like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm buying, I'm buying your story. And all of a sudden you're seeing it very clearly. Oh, my gosh. This person isn't who I kind of put them on this pedestal, and they're not. And it's the same thing as what you're saying. A flashlight is being mm-hmm. shown on something. Now, it's a great time to be making decisions. Right. Right. Um, we do talk about charging things under the full moon. So the idea mm-hmm. of putting something outside under the full moon. A lot of people talk about crystals. But it could just be, oh, you know, um, my my friend needs some extra prayers right now or some extra energy towards them. You could put a picture out there of someone or of oh. your relationship. You could put your calendar out there if you're looking for more appointments. Right. And again, going back to my example, if you're kind of unsure, unclear about something that's going on, just put it on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. you know, sum it up very briefly and put it, leave it out overnight. Just set the intention of, I want clarity. Yep. What am I not seeing here? I like that. What do I need to see? Because this full moon is happening on the Aries Libra um, axis, it can mm. bring up issues about me, which is the Aries, right. versus you, which is the yeah. Libra. Yeah, exactly. So, and and, it, and it, it's fair that you might determine that someone is what I would call an open enemy. Mm. Like, oh, they have an agenda that's counter to mine, and it doesn't mean you have to go over and swat them. It right. just is a matter of acknowledging, oh, okay, I'll keep that in mind when I hear them speaking or hear, see what they're doing, it probably is going to continue to irritate me. Yeah. You know, op- when you just declare someone an open enemy. Right. They're easier to deal with. Absolutely. Than, than, not, than, than thinking they're your, your friend. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's very true. Okay, so we are going to end today's episode talking about um, two of the tarot cards. So when um, we want, when we were thinking about correlating the tarot uh, to the sign of Libra, we decided let's pick one higher arcana and one lower arcana. Um, and again, if you're new to tarot, that might not mean anything to you. No, but it won't. That's, <laughs> that's okay. Um, so we think the justice card for mm-hmm. the higher arcana, that might seem very obvious because he's like the judge. Um, he quite literally has a, the scales in his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, um, he also has the sword in his hand, which when we look at the symbol symbolism between the swords and the elements that swords represent air, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. Libra is an air sign. That's right. It, they tie together. And again, it, we're not trying to complicate astrology by talking, bringing in tarot, but if you know a little tarot, you go, Oh, I relate to that. I understand that. Okay. Then associate it with a Libra energy. Right. It's another way to come in to astrology from. Exactly. Or if you're trying to learn tarot, but you understand the astrology, you instantly have language. Right. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about the justice card from the higher arcana, and then we're going to talk about the two of cups when it comes from the lower arcana. Right. Right. The two of cups uh, is I, one of my favorite cards. And again, no matter what whose deck you're looking at, they generally represent two people kind of looking into each other, generally on same footing. So not one's up higher, one's taller than the other. That dominating energy, it comes right from like heart to heart. We are standing, you know, flat-footed, looking at each into each other's eyes. So anyhow, it's a, and they're exchanging cups, mm-hmm. basically. So again, it, it comes to that perfect Libra energy of melding together. 
Yeah, and the cups are considered um, a water sign, but it, the cups is all about emotion. Right. It's very emotion-based. So that idea of like that exchange that you're talking about between the two of cups, it's like I'm giving you this, mm-hmm. my emotions. So yes. We could say I'm giving you my heart, right? Mm-hmm. But there is mm-hmm. fulfill, emotional fulfillment yeah. uh, with the two of cups. Yeah, in the um, in in many of the decks, there's that kind of angel, angelic wings above the couple and it kind of represents there's the spiral going up to that and it represents this third person that's created go into a relationship with a libra energy and now there's this third persona Mm. that is being that's generated out of it oh i like that yeah it's it's very nice do we do you have anything else to say about the justice card i was going to go back to that one about because the justice is the judge yeah right it is all about seeking that fairness the right the harmony about okay this is the answer then this is how we have to move forward with it mm-hmm. yeah it's possible to overturn a judge's decision True. but it's it's exceptional when it happens generally uh, we think of it that way we generally think of it okay we're going to live with it somehow and that's kind of difficult to change a libra's mind is many times mm-hmm. they're, they're going to stay put on whatever they assess the situation to be that's true so um, if you do have a tarot deck, um, it could be nice just to display the justice and the two of cups, maybe on your desk this season or mm-hmm. in a little window sill, oh, yeah. like something where if you're looking to maybe become a little bit more decisive about something this month, maybe you've been going back and forth about something like, should I move? Should I not move? Or should I be in this relationship? Whatever it might be, mm-hmm. you could mm-hmm. display the justice card and just say like, I'm seeking this right. Libra energy. I want to make a decision. I right. want to be this, have this decisive energy that we've been talking about today. Right. Um, or if maybe you're more concerned about a relationship, uh, maybe you're going into a business deal and you're wondering, is this person Ugh. good for me? Are they bringing as much to the table as I am? Maybe right. you need clarity about a friendship, relationship, partnership. You could display the two of cups out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to see what happens. Yeah, you know, and again, it sounds interesting to say that, you know, you could easily go out and have a re- card reading. You could have your chart done. But we're also, even though we are, that's what we do, mm-hmm. um, we're very much aware of people doing these cures themselves and and looking for the insight, looking to see what happens. Well, I like to yeah. empower. I love to empower yeah. the clients to, you know, uh, set a, set an intention. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like part of astrology that's not talked about is like, I do think that there's homework involved even after an astrology session. Oh, okay. Right. You don't but, tell them that though, do you? No, I don't. But <laughs> I don't. just think like, well, sometimes I do actually. Do you, sometimes do I do. Especially if they're going through an energy that they've been through before. Mm-hmm. I, and maybe they're having difficulty recalling on the phone, like right. what happened in 1991 through 1993. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'll say, when you get off the phone with me, cause I don't want to take your time away. Right. Are you thinking about this journal about what was going on those years? How were you feeling? Because you're going through it again and no one can take away that experience. I wow. can talk all day about what I think the energy is and how I've seen other people experience it, but you can't take away right. your energy no. and how you've no, done it, no. your story. No, no. I love to get those stories out. Hopefully, if they can just sometimes regurgitate yeah. them immediately, sometimes not. So you're right. I guess I, I hadn't thought about it, but I'll not have to start calling it homework. Well, not <laughs> here's okay, your yeah. homework assignment. <laughs> not even that, but I do think like going back and listening to it, going back and reflecting. I mean, yeah, you no, could just I'm listen to it and I'm just be be done with it. But I do think that there can be some things that 
the reflection that happens or things like these tarot cures that we're talking about today or even feng shui cures sometimes um, i incorporate that in so Okay, we hope that you enjoyed um, your talk, our talk today, your yes. talk, <laughs> our talk today um, on Libra season. Uh, we hope that you enjoy the new format that we'll be moving forward uh, with with all the zodiac signs each month. So yes. obviously, we still will be doing all of the other stuff, but yes, yes, this will replace uh, just the zodiac one that we were doing each month. Yes, and feel free to drop an answer. <gasps> well, um, look forward. I am excited about that. Yeah. Of everything we've said today, I'm excited about the idea that there can be a little interaction. Absolutely. Find out what's on our listeners' minds. Yes, and also maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about, True. or talk more about. Maybe something we've talked about before that you'd like to hear more about. That Pluto one that we did last week. The numbers, I mean, it looks like you guys are interested yeah. in Pluto. So yeah. we will have another talk coming shortly about the Pluto return and our predictions okay. for that um, okay. in February. And then one other just housekeeping thing, just because we've gotten a lot of questions about it recently, is did I miss the Mom and Me Academy um, program? Oh, yeah. No, it's and, still, it's out there. It's alive. Yeah. It's We have set it up so that at any time you want to, jump in and start learning kind of the nuts and bolts of astrology but i might say in a very fun way yes right it's not boring it's not snoozing you know right it's a very and to the point and of course we're presenting the information yeah you just have to go to the website www.momandmeastrologyacademy.com there's two different uh, packages, I'll say, uh, to purchase it, but it's all do it at your own pace. You download it, you watch the video. So that is still absolutely in effect. Um, could even be a great present for someone that you know that is trying to learn astrology as the holidays approach. You know what? Bingo. That's a great idea. Yeah. So thank you so much for tuning in today and we look forward to talking to you next week. Okay. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.